Down and distance. Down and distance. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. I'm flabbergasted. I, I, don't, I almost drove off the road. He gave up way too much for the pick. Ernie, sometimes you have to trust the process, even if it's not what you expect. It's the future, future, future. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to Down and Distance. Jerry Payton here at Payton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N on Twitter. My man, Shy Voice Man, Ernie Scatton is in the building with me. It's time to break down this Bears draft. I've been waiting since, I guess, the clock started on Thursday when Roger Goodell walked out and, you know, said uh, that the Browns are on the clock. I couldn't wait to get to this moment right now to be able to talk with Bears fans here on Down and Distance on the Walter Payton fan page, also my fan page as well. Give us a call, 312-644-4110 is the number if you want to chime in about what the Bears did or if you just want to talk about the future of the Chicago Bears because I think that's what everybody here in Chicago is thinking about right now is the future because when you look at this Bears draft, it more looks like uh, a GM that's – Drafting the first year of a rebuild, and this is year three of Ryan Pace here in Chicago as GM, and not only does it look like a first draft of a rebuild, it looks like a GM, Ernie, that is very comfortable with his job security. Like, let's just make these picks and, and sit back and and, and, and kind of see what, you know, I got time here. Right, I'm not and, getting and, fired. And, and you, you look at some of the picks and I think people kind of you know you want to look at the the three non-FBS players that were selected by the Bears and I think you can go either way where you can look at the future and if you go up and you you get your man with conviction like Ryan Pace said with conviction the Bears they felt that that was their guy and and I'm going to say this from the beginning are you sure it was the Bears or it was pace. Um, I don't know. I, it it all seems a little. Why crazy. do we never hear anything about any of this? Let's go out to the phone lines real quick. Three one two six four four forty one ten. Who do we got on the line? Oh, uh, this is Nick. What's going on, Nick? How What's you feeling? How you feeling about this draft, man? Uh, good actually. Ooh, like I need you, listen. I need Rur- you to explain. Rur- explain to the people out there because a lot of Bears fans are. I think on the other side of the fence. Well, like honestly, and this is funny, I've followed the draft for years. Like I always watch the draft. I love the draft, but it's always like the Bears picking an offensive tackle or something like that. We we needed uh, skill position players, and I mean, like everybody flipped out with Mitchell Trubisky, but why not look forward to the future? I listen. I'm not. I'm not hating on you. I love to hear. Someone feeling uh, like that Ryan Pace conviction right there that this actually could be a good thing. Go ahead, Ernie. My thing is this: I'm, I'm not. I'm not so upset about the Trubisky pick as much as I'm upset that I think you gave up a little too much. I didn't think you. Yeah, same here. When I saw what we gave up, I was like, "Oh, like you know." I'm like, "All right, this guy's got to do something because we gave up a good chunk for him." Well, yeah. In the in the beginning, yeah, you gave up. A lot to be able to get him. And, yeah, you gave up a ton, but that's what this draft in the NFL draft is all about. And I think especially, though, when you're talking about a quarterback as well. And, and listen, man, I appreciate you calling. Hopefully you can listen and and call back next week, all right? All right. Hey, have a good one. Yeah, it's tough for me, Ern. It really is. I'll tell you why. It's because you look at where the NFL is, and the NFL is about 
the quarterback play, and you have to have a quarterback. And and I just want to jump off on this because the Trubisky pick to me, it wasn't. That's not the direction I would have went. I would have went with Deshaun Watson. But as I sat at Hallis Hall on Thursday night, I had to check myself because, honestly, I was upset with the pick at first because I didn't get it. I didn't understand. And the reason why I didn't understand because that wasn't my guy. That wasn't the guy that I wanted. Right, but right. then I had to step back and remove myself from the situation and look in, not as a fan and not as a guy that covers this team, but look in and just go, you know what, this is the guy that they thought was their man, and they were going to do anything to be able to go up and get. And for Bears fans for years, and this is not a knock on Bears fans, but I, I, my ear is to the streets, Earn My ear is to the streets every day. Nose to the I grindstone. Go. Listen, every day. I walked out of my house, took my son to school, and went to the gym. And by the time that I got to the gym already, eight people already stopped me and wanted to talk about what the Bears did in the draft. So I'm listening to the fans. I hear the fans. But for – a long period of time, all I heard about was is that the Bear, that Bears fans wanted a quarterback. And this is something that is unprecedented, that they went up and got a quarterback. At that time, they addressed the position. So as much as I wanted to be upset about it, and a guy that only had 13 starts, and when you look at him, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Ernie will be my witness. Everybody wants to talk about Trubisky and what he did and all the games that he played, and they, they, they don't want to look at the film. Ernie will tell you, anybody close to you will tell you that I went out on Friday before I had to go to Cedar Lake, Indiana. I sat and watched every Mitch Trubisky play from 2016. Probably every didn't, single pass. Didn't I watched, take you long, listen, <laughs> I watched every single pass because I didn't want to be that guy that just jumped out and said, I don't like this guy, where that's what I feel like most people in the media, that's what they do. They just jump out and say, well, this guy didn't play. They don't watch the film. Dude, right. I sat and watched the film. By the end of it, because everybody that I talked to, Ernie and my other guy, uh, my Mike Soa, Sean Davis, they asked me the same question. So after watching all that film, what did you take away? What I took away was I understand why, by watching the film, why Ryan Pace fell in love with this guy. I can see why. That he he has this these spurts of plays and there's certain games cuz if you go back and you watch the, the the best defenses that he played against, that's what I watched every film, every part of film, but I went back and watched the teams that had good defenses, the Virginia Tech game. Now, I'll give him a little bit of credit because of the the monsoon that he played in. He was still spinning the ball pretty well in that game. So it didn't look he wasn't throwing ducks. Um I I go back to the Stanford game where, to me, that's the film. If you really want to get to know him and know what he's all about, and when I was watching Ryan Pace sit and ask, get answered, uh, I watched Ryan Pace answer questions Thursday night, and when they talked about the Stanford game, his eyes lit up because he, he had a rough patch there. He had a rough patch where he threw some picks, could have been out of the game and kind of let his team just go by the wayside, but he brought his team back to almost winning a game. And I watched that film and I go, this is what he saw, which got him so enamored with going to get Trubisky at number two. Now, if you want to hate the man for giving up, you know, picks to go up and get him, I can understand that as well. But listen, you're giving up picks. And let's go back to last season. This is where I'm trying to see both sides. Go back to last season and think about, the draft picks that Ryan Pace got that he hit on, 
We'll forget about the Leonard Floyd because that was the first pick. Right. Let's go after the first pick. Cody Whitehair, a guy that came in and became an, came a starter and a rock for right. your offensive right line. Away. Jordan Howard, who you found stud. late in the draft, a stud. But other than that, do you remember any of the – do you remember the names of those other picks, Ernie? Exactly. You don't. You don't. Wasn't there like a safety in there? Yeah, maybe yeah there was. I just, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to put it in perspective. I think for there may have been a there. linebacker. There, there was. There was a. There was a lot of picks, and you don't remember. Uh, maybe uh, past the first round, two of them. Two of them, uh, right? Okay, so, okay. So that's where I look at that. If you can get two out of this five that you got, then it's a success. Then, then, then you're pretty. Then you're you're doing pretty well. And, and right, when it, I look at it in those terms, okay. But as a Bear fan, now you 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 look at it on the side of you played, you went, you did all this. I'm still a fan, even though I'm on this side of the mic. I'm still a huge fan. This is my lifeblood. These are my guys. I almost drove off the road when they when they traded up for Trubisky. I was screaming and yelling, going nuts. I now understand it a little bit more, and I'm fine. If that's the guy, if this is the one that you think, if this is your Joe Montana, if this is your Peyton Manning, then fine. He has to be. He, right. No. He, that's, a, no. that's what I'm saying. He has he, to be. He has laid his hat. You have laid your keys on this deck right here. You have if to. it doesn't work, you're out the door in three, four years. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm totally with you. Listen, you this, these are the cards that you play, yep. right? And you're a card player. I'm not. I know how to play gold. He's fish. going all in. I know how to play gold fish. Right that's, now, that's basically it. He's as we call he shoved. Yes, he's, he's put shoved. all his, put chips, all his to chips to the middle and said, "You know what? If, this is my and, draft." And if he believes that, then guess what? Then we're, conviction. We're, I, yes, I'm with but, you. But the only thing for Bears fans that I understand is that you have to wait basically a year to be able to see that product on the football field. You're probably so we're going to have to longer. sit and wait. And so to listen to Ryan Pace talk and and. Oh, before we go there, let's go back to some of the stories that have came out that came out over the last couple of days. Um, John Lynch with uh, Rich Eisen, which is a great interview. If you haven't heard it, you need to go on to Google and find it, listen to it, and just talking about the process and how you know Lynch was feeling calls from Pace ten days before the draft. Can there was we three... have John Lynch? <laughs> yeah, we might have to get John Lynch on the he podcast. He fleeced us. I mean... Well, well, you know what he 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 did the smart thing. Like, he did this, absolutely. This is his absolutely. first draft. He didn't think there was going to be all this moving and shaking. And then when you have a team that is that is got their finger on the trigger to be able to get their guy, can I say they they he, listen? He was like, listen, yeah. I'm fielding calls. Listen, I'm fielding calls. Right. Listen, John Lynch's wife called him and was like, listen, honey, um, yeah, your your dry cleaning's done. Um, <laughs> should I pick it up? Yeah, yeah. Pick it up, baby. Uh, uh, yep, hold up. Uh, yeah, Mr. Lynch, there's uh, cold-cut sandwiches down here in the in the lunchroom. Would you like us to bring you up one? Yeah. Bring. Ryan Pace. Hey, uh, yeah, man. Uh, remember what we talked about? Are you guys getting any calls? Yeah, I fielded a bunch of calls in the last, like, 20 minutes. So, uh you guys want to make that deal? Let's do it. Come on. Let's make the deal. Hey, and you know what? Throw a fourth rounder in there as well. Okay? Okay, we're hey, good. He, 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 got, he, he Kevin costner us. Well. He Kevin costner All praise is due to John Lynch. He, actually, he absolutely maximized his, his draft world. He did. He, we're going to go back out to the phone lines. 312-644-4110. Who do we got on the line? Robert Schwartz. What's going on, Robert? How you feeling about this this draft and what the Bears giving up picks and I, want to get Mitchell Trubisky? 
I, I, I like it, to be honest with you, because, you know, we went and got Jay Cutler, and that was a horrible, horrible, horrible move. That was the baddest move that, that would ever happen. Because defending them, because I live in Green Bay, and I, I'm surrounded by uh, Packer fans. And I got to listen to their graph, you know, talking about the Bears. And I think it's time time to turn the page and start with a fresh quarterback. Look at Cam Newton. Look at Tom Brady, you know, Eli. They were all in the works. They weren't, you know, out of the draft and all of a sudden throw them, throw them in, in with the fish. And, you know, you got to feel it's good. It's a, it's a learning process right now. And I, I like it. I like what Pace is doing. And we just got to go what we have you know we're not you know like an Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford in our division I think Trubisky's going to be a good quarterback just give him time to learn and these Bear fans are all booing this you know if they feel that's our guy we got we got to be behind them 100 percent listen I get I, you man I, I I totally understand I appreciate the call hopefully we get the chance to talk to you soon all right I didn't think that we'd feel calls so far that we would have all this love, but listen, it, it's, I didn't think so. Either. It's a, listen, crazy. it's a it's a tough deal. Like I, when I was looking at my mentions on Twitter Thursday night, I mean, they were going crazy. People were literally upset. <laughs> People were ready to and jump Chicago fans. I love you to death, man. I love you to death. Listen, I love you, but the one thing I can't get behind, I just can't get behind it. Trubisky can't be at the Bulls game and we're booing this guy. Like, we oh just, no, that's crazy. We're, we this isn't Philly. We, we're not yeah, Philly. We can't do that. Stop that's, it. Not, that's that's not us. I can understand we are, we're upset about the pick and like you know you wanted something else, but let, let's be real. Let's flip this thing just a little bit. Let's say Deshaun Watson comes here. How do we know that this is the right place for him? I think he's going to be highly successful with the Texans, but who's gonna... to say that he comes here to Chicago? And everything's fine. It's almost like last season when everybody was talking about Dak Prescott and how do we slip on not getting him. Well, you look at the setup that he had in Dallas. It was set up for him to be successful. That's not the same. That's not the same situation here in Chicago. So it it, it doesn't make sense. You can't. It's apples and oranges. You, you just never really know. And we'll never really know after something is made and the decision is made. We kind of have to go with it. But let's go back out to the phone lines real quick. Who we got? Jared, just your boy, Sean Sierra. Oh, what's going on, Sean? How you feeling about this this, this draft, man? Man, you know what? Here, here, I'll break it down. I don't I, I don't mind the pick of Trubisky. It's, it's what they give up, and here's why. I get it. He recouped some picks later in the fourth, but the fact is, is it threw off the draft, his draft, because now he reached for Trubisky. Now what that did is they, they, they called him a third-round pick, so he couldn't – he had to reach for the tight end. Now, if he wanted a tight end, good, I get it. They needed one. But you could have got him in the third, maybe the fourth. But what it did is it took a draft pick away and had it forced your hand in the second second round. You, there was there were so many guys in the second round you could have taken. You could have taken. You could have taken. Um, was it not uh, Wheatley, Watley, the DN from Michigan? You could have taken the cornerback from Michigan. You could have taken the cornerback from Washington. You had so many impact players who would who would contribute now, and he did and he didn't do that. You know what? And this is the third. This is the second of Ryan Pace's three first round picks that probably won't contribute in their first year. And as a team that's rebuilding, you can do that with a number three pick. You need guys who can contribute now. And that's what I think he messed up by, uh, with uh, getting rid of that third pick and just threw off his entire draft. 
All right, Sierra, Sierra, hold up, hold up. All right, all right. So I got, I got to address this. I, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I get it. Hundred percent. I totally understand. But let's, let's, let's go back just a little bit. Okay, you, this draft, everybody knew that defensively, this was a draft that you could go and get some super studs. So you go and get your quarterback first, which is supposed to be your future, and now. That changes the whole dynamics because I thought they would go quarterback and then they would go safety with that second pick. And then after that, I was kind of in the woods. I didn't understand what they would do. But they go and get a tight end. The Everything that's happening, this is this is year three of, of Ryan Pace, but this is almost like the rebuilding process in year one as a GM, which these are picks that he knows somehow that he is good and that, Listen, John Fox is probably going to be out of here after this year. There's going to be a new coach, and he's probably been guaranteed that he's going to get two coaches. So he's looking forward to the future going, this is, well, I'm not trying to save Fox. Fox is going to be out of here anyway. He's got one foot out the door. We have to figure out a way defensive, uh, offensively to get better as well because everybody talked about defensively that this team needed to get better, and I'm with that. I thought you, could sh- you maybe should have went defensive uh, pick at the first pick. But – even if you add a guy like Jamal Adams to the bunch, you add you could add let's be real. This team was still going to be maybe four wins. I'll give them five wins even with adding that. With adding Jamal Adams, they're still they weren't going to be in the fold even in their division, right? You you got to agree with me there, right? You know what? And I think the one thing I think that is that you know what? Defense changes games. It doesn't just affect one side of the ball, it affects the whole game. And when, when you shore up that defense, I mean, now you're talking about a defense like in a 506 where you can win on that side of the ball. The offense didn't necessarily have to score a la the, uh, char- the uh, Cardinals game. Okay, you got special teams and you have defense. Okay, you can get – I just think they should have gotten something better, um, a, a, more, a defensive guy, because of the fact that, that that side of the ball is so much closer to clicking than the offensive side of the ball. But, I mean, I, I get the quarterback pick. Cool, I got it. But that second round, that's where you needed another stud, and there were tons of studs. And by giving away that third round, you didn't, you weren't picking for, what, 40, 50 picks? That's what screwed him. That's what screwed him big time. He got played by a rookie GM, and this is the second time he reached for a quarterback. Glennon, you helped bid for Glennon, and now he gave up too much for Trubisky, and that screwed him. But I, I agree with you in the fact that, you know what, he's got time. Because if Trubisky doesn't play this year, well, fine. Well, he's got this year. And if he starts next year, well, then he's got another year. So Pace has got literally two years, maybe three, before he's, he's really feeling any heat. So he's got time. All right. Well, listen, man, we appreciate your call, man. I'll definitely talk to you soon, all right? Cool. No problem, Jay. I mean, that's it. Let's go. Let's let's talk about the Glennon situation because that's the that's the the situation yesterday that everybody was talking about. Everybody was talking about how he was at – Soldier Field for yeah, the, the draft invited party. Invited by the Bears. Okay, but let's let's get this straight. When it comes to upper management and and the media relations, I know they talk, but it's not. They weren't telling them that. Listen, no. we're going to take a quarterback number one. Well, so from what you understand, no one knew they were taking Trubisky well, except it, Pace. Okay, but now I, I there were more people that knew. There were more people that there knew had to have going. been. Yeah, there had to have been. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not buying the story. Because I don't know what story to buy, that, that Fox didn't know and that he did know, that there's friction between Fox and Pace and there's not. Listen, from what I know, there there is some some friction. friction. I find there, it hard to believe and, Fox and, and, didn't know who and they the were friction, taking. Listen, the friction is, you can't tell me that, that John Fox was cool. Dude, 
This yeah, guy no, no, no. is an accomplished coach. This dude is an accomplished coach who has been to Super Bowls. I know he hasn't won, but has been to Super Bowls. He's getting older. He does not want to be a part of a rebuild. Nah, I wouldn't that, that's, that, that's, not, that's not what he signed up for. He thought and he'd now, be in the playoffs by now. He's in a rebuild. He tried to sell us that this Bears team was, like, really close. <laughs> With the picks that you've seen – you're this, not really in the 2017 close. draft, none of them help out <laughs> John Fox and staying in this situation that he's in right. in Chicago. This is one of those picks where it's like Pace is like, you know what, dude, you're gonna be gone in a year. I'm not so even let thinking me, about you. Yeah, let me start to because if you were really trying to help him out, you would have went defense, defense, back to back. Yeah. That, that would have been right? the smart picks. That would have been the good picks. That would have been the picks. And that would have made me extremely happy. Now, extremely. Let's, let's, let's touch on the situation with Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon was upset and felt some type of way about this draft and them drafting the quarterback. Listen, do I feel bad? Yeah, you know what? It's got to suck. Grow up. But hold up. It's got to suck to be there with Bears fans. And then the next thing you know, you're seeing somebody else coming to take – your job that's eventually going to take your job. And yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, it stinks. But then you look at this dude. He was sitting on the bench for two years. Right. You just got $18 Two years. You just right? got 18 mil, bro. Yo. This is your opportunity. Right. Not only that, you absolutely have nobody behind you right now. This, this team this year is all him. This yes. is all you. No one. There's there's no Jameis Winston behind. There's no one else in the organization that's going to take your spot. Mark Sanchez has no chance of taking your spot Dude. if you play competently. Look, so this is your shot to listen. make us say we didn't need him. Listen, I tweeted this out yesterday after I re- uh, was reading Rich Campbell's piece on this whole debacle that went on at Soldier Field. Listen. You get an opportunity, Mike Glenn. You could be upset, but use this as fuel to the fire to be able to not only show the Bears what you can do, there's right. 31 other teams out there. Right. You get another $18 million for... yes! contract. Come on, man. This is your opportunity. Don't look at it as, like, friction. Use this to be in the film room and study and to really guide this team and make plays so other people can see as well. And then hopefully – you know, we'll benefit as Bears fans to see good play of the quarterback position because that's what I'm looking forward to. I need to see Mike Glennon come out and get upset. Well, this is what bothers me about the whole situation is that he is upset. You're a, you, this, is a, this is a game of men, not you signed another quarterback. Did he think no other quarterback was ever going to be drafted or signed behind him? Uh-uh! Stop! Right now! If you, you, just because your job is not you, if we were sitting here right now and someone came into the studio and said, "Listen, there's another engineer that we're bringing in. He's a young cat, and he's gonna basically take over your position, Ernie Scatton." You would you would call me in a minute and be like, "Dude, I can't believe they just did this." Right? Right. But I don't know if I'd publicize it. I think I would. Well, it, it got, public, it has, got publicized he, he, by by other people around him. So, it wasn't him. So he so. said it either out loud in a crowd or he didn't like. That's no, the stuff he said you say it to his home. boys. And now everybody leaks stories. Well, so that would be like me leaking boys. a story to Robert Feeder. Like, yeah, Ernie Scatton is very <laughs> upset, highly upset with that they're bringing in a young engineer to take <laughs> over his spot. Could you see Feeder doing a story? I mean, no. I'm, listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I get, get it. it. I understand it. But you're right. Everything that He's you were about a to say, player, it's man. a, I it's mean, a job and it's a business. And when you sign that contract 
and they gave you basically a one-year guarantee, you should have knew what was coming. Yeah. You should have known what was coming. Of course Your agent doesn't have to tell you. You see that paper, and you're like, dang, let me look at the numbers. Break it down. Okay, uh, 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 all that money get first year, and then. Wow, oh, I'm out of a job so in year I, two. I, I might not have a job <laughs> in a year or two. So you should have known that. <laughs> and, and in long term, it needs to work out for, it could work out for everybody. We, the Bears and the Bears fans could be getting a potential, like, Stud quarterback, it potentially and a stud tight end. Well, no, let's just start with the quarterback. They could have a franchise quarterback. Maybe we have to see how it plays out. And Mike Glennon could play well next year and hopefully be on to much greener pastures down the way. And it could work out for everybody. He and his neck. He needs I, a lot but, of scarf to cover that. Okay, so you, I know how you feel. Three one two six four four forty one ten. Call us right now, Ernie. You have an issue with the, these three guys from non-FBS schools. Yeah, I do. You? I just, I just. When do they work out well? When, when do D two players work out well? I mean, they work out a lot. They, they not as not probably in bunches like this because you ever see teams they don't always. It's it's uncommon. I, you know, I should have looked this up, but I want to know who the last D two player drafted in the second round was. And and Adam how, Shaheen is pretty. Fine, I think, I think fine. I agree with Sean that just came on where he said that you probably could get him in the third or the fourth round. I got to yeah, believe. He had, but he had his grades. But if you look at a lot of his <sighs> grades, he was getting graded first round, second round. Well, then I miss him and I go get me a real defensive player. Like I, and I hate to call it like he's not a real football player. He obviously is. He's obviously a real football player. He's and a, from what everyone says, six foot six, 280 a, pounds. He is that's, a beast. I, I mean, that's – In as this big, game, I, in this day and age, Ernie – yeah, I know. It's good to be a basketball player and come from that background, man. So our, It's about I, feeling, having a feel for the game in that position. And can you block? He can do both of those things. So let's give him some time as well. I'm not going to say he's going to be I'd love for Tony him to be Gonzalez. Gronk. I'd love I, for him to be Gronk. I don't know. But <laughs> I, let's, let's, I'd let's, settle for – I'd settle for uh, – uh, I'd settle for uh, – what's his name? Um, this, yeah, uh, God, I'd settle for uh, – Jimmy Graham? Yeah, I'd settle for Jimmy Graham. I'd settle for Jimmy Graham. Well, I mean, Jimmy Graham comes from the same situation. I know that's what I'm saying. That's that's my that's what I'm relating it to. But I would settle for a Jimmy Graham type. You, I just you just went so ha. I'm smarter than you. That's what I felt like he was sitting in. I feel like he was in a room by himself. Everyone else was pounding on the door, and he was calling the picks in. Like, yeah, don't tell anyone. Okay, we're gonna take. Oh, it. so it's kind. Of, you think it's kind of like going back to um, what's the uh uh the, the movie um. Draft it? No, um, the movie. I was just watching it, Shawshank Redemption, oh, yeah. where Andy is sitting in in the in the the boss's room and he's turning up the music. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and they're, Andy, they're banging on the door. Andy, and he's, he's got like, the concerto playing. Yeah, and he's got it playing, and he's, and he's just, just sitting there. there, knowing he's about to go in the hole. He's getting it. He's gonna like take he's it. He's about yep, to get yep. it, but he's like, oh, I'm, I'm just, gonna take this five I minutes and I'm gonna this. enjoy this. Everybody on the yard is just like in awe. Like, yeah, they're all standing staring like, oh, my God. That's how Bears fans were. But I think they were in awe in some way where they didn't know, I don't they didn't know they were, how to feel. I don't think it was in a happy awe, though. I think it was more in a, I am going to kick his beep, beep, hey. beep, 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 beep. Well, anything could happen. If you, if you had a mic in my car. <laughs> you went that crazy? I just it wasn't what I was expecting for one or two. Just because and then it fine, wasn't after what... one, I was like, all right, fine, cool. We'll go out and we'll you know we'll get us somebody. But I, Adam Shaheen, like I, 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 yeah, I know because you didn't know I'm him. Still I'm still speechless. I understand. Like it, 
There but was if, just if, so if many. Bears fans, Bears fans saw what I was doing in the JP film room, yes, at the Arena Shy on Twitter. I put it up there, man. February. February, late February, I was like, dude, you got Bears fans got to check out this dude. He's something yeah, special. you did. It's just it's it and then Ryan the, Pace must have been looking at my JP film room. That's what it Come was. On, Actually, man. Ryan Pace pays attention to what you say and listens. He's he, listening. He's going to listen to this. He's probably and, listening and, now, and, and he's going to shape. What he does in the future on, on the words that have come from emitted. I I hope your I hope I just hope that the Bears uh, and this this organization moving forward that they get it and they understand it, and it's not just having a franchise quarterback or a potential franchise quarterback that's waiting in the wings. It's about having everything else around him and set up. And I think right. that's what this draft was about, was trying to figure out other pieces. Tariq Cohen, he's a guy that comes from the MEAC, leading rusher in the MEAC conference. My dad played in the SWAG conference. You look at a guy who is more of a shifty guy that could be a great compliment to what Jordan Howard can do. So now you're adding pieces offensively. Man, this is not the way in the direction I would have went with this draft. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not the direction. But when you draft a quarterback or a potential quarterback that you think is going to be your future, you have to start setting up things around him. Because offensively, when you start looking offensively, there's not a lot of weapons on this Bears offense. No. Nope. There's not. Not be real. You can trust. Cam Meredith is going to be your the, your big time receiver. I, listen, I hope I'm still pray. holding on for Kevin White, baby. You're holding on to Kevin White. I'm still. I still got his back. Let's go. We did seven years with Jay Cutler. I got, I got Kevin White's back still. I, I, I hope Come on, so. dog. Kevin hope- White, if you can see how Jarrett's looking at me right now. Oh, I want Kevin White to be I, – I want him to be productive. That's what I was hoping for. I need him to I be productive. I was hoping for when he was drafted that, listen, this is the opportunity to move past Elshon Jeffrey long-term since this team doesn't want to give him a long-term deal. This could be that long-term situation. We, must we have, have a guy him. that can blow the top off and go up and get it. But he was had, finally he, getting it last year when he, he got, got hurt. He got hurt. Again, I know. Again. I'm just saying. He got hurt again. Okay. So, that, that's it. Still my I guy. need your availability on the football field. I need, I, need, I need your dreads out there running. Come on, Slowing in the wind behind you. Well, if, if you think that this draft is uh, the, two, uh, the three callers, I mean, it, there's two of them were positive. I, she, it, I thought there was going to be nothing but negativity towards this draft today. I'm not going to lie to you. I, and I, but I wonder, I wonder if these, if we would have interviewed these callers after the draft, like within right six after. hours of the draft, would it be the what same? would their reaction been? Because fine, two, three days later, I was finally okay with like, all right, Trubisky, okay. We got to figure it out. But originally, if you, I'm telling you, I cursed the blue streak and almost crashed when they picked Trubisky. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now. I really think that. Brian Pace, this is just me. This is coming off from my heart and what I feel of being around. Brian Pace knows he's going to be here for a while. John Fox is not going to be here for a while. And, well, first, we got to take a phone call. Right. I'm sorry. Let's go out to the phone lines. Who we got on the line? Uh, my name is Chuck. Chuck, what's going on, man? How you feel about this draft, man? Not the greatest draft, but got to look at it like this. We we got some talent, and you gotta move with what you got. One thing, one thing you got to uh, understand is Adam Shaheen. You can teach 
blocking. You can teach the little nuances. You can't teach athleticism. You watch videos of this guy. He's 6'6", 270 pounds, runs like a 230-pound linebacker. He's outrun secondary guys at 6'6", 270 pounds. You can't teach that. That's natural talent. Trubisky, we'll see. It's like throwing the dice whenever you uh, draft any quarterback nowadays. Look at all the first-rounders in the last four or five years. Where are they at now? That's true. It's true. I mean, you you never really know. And I think any time that you're drafting, it's still always a crapshoot of seeing what guys end up doing. Because, yeah, you want to look at what these guys did in college, but it's hard to project what they're going to do in the NFL. And that's what you're, you're drafting them on, what you think they're going to do for you as you get them in year one, year two, year three down the line as projects. And it, it doesn't matter whether you're – Mitch Trubisky, or if you are uh, Deshaun Watson. You just never really know. And so long-term, I think as Bears fans, we're going to have to just sit and wait and see what Trubisky is able to do on the football field. And until then, it's going to be a lot of waiting. And hopefully this this season we see a guy in, you know, Mike Lennon that comes out and plays some average or good football. I mean, that's what you want to see, right? This team making strides, being better than – three wins from last year. I agree 100%. And like I said, you, you got to take a chance when you, when you have people and talent is talent where you see it. All right, man. We appreciate you. Thank you for calling. I'm sitting here watching some Adam Shaheen tape, and he is extremely athletic. He is he's athletic. a huge guy. You don't know. You better work out. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. You, he, has, he has put his hat upon the head. He has doffed the cap of Adam Shaheen. Yes, he has. He has. And, and that, you got to look at guys. And I think uh, when you look at this position, I don't, I'm not as big on the Shaheen pick just because of the tight end position. Uh, not saying that it's easy by any means, but guys that can have, have a good feel of angles and running routes and they're able to block, they, get, they understand the concepts, they can come in and play. They use their size because they're bigger than everybody else. Jump balls are a lot easier, and we can see that in certain guys. You look at a guy like Jimmy Graham. Man, he went to Miami to play basketball. He right. played football for, oh, yeah, because you need me to play? It wasn't breakout right, right, star. Right. They draft him on the potential of what they think he could do with them and the coaches that they had. So that's what it comes down to. You can have Mitch Trubisky. I love – listen, go ahead, have him, but have the right staff around to be able right. to make him successful. If you don't have that, it's going to be another flame out. All right, we're going to go back out to the line real quick. Who we got? This is Tony Tedisco. Oh, Tony, why are you calling, man? Because I'm seeing you on Facebook, and I want to talk about the Bears draft with you. Well, you got <laughs> at least a minute, so you better get your thoughts out very, very quick. <laughs> Are we on live? Yes, we're on live. Go ahead. Right. What do you think right. about the draft? Here's what I want to know. I actually have a question for you, Jarrett. Is after this draft, with what the Bears did to move up from three to two, with to, to grab Trubisky or Mitchell Trubisky, with, with a team that didn't even want him, what, you know, why do you sacrifice four picks to get one guy when you probably could have got him anyway. So what my question is, how does Ryan Pace keep his job after this draft? It's easy. It's our, It's easy because you, you, you go through the first two years, and, and, and Ernie and I were talking about it, that 
he he has got that almost I don't know if he's got the confirmation, but this draft is seeming like a, a guy that is really cool and secure with his job security and he's going to get time to be able to keep drafting. And yeah, I mean you want to talk about why they went up and got him. I, I don't they went up and got him because that's their guy. That's the guy that they scouted that they truly loved and they felt like he was the guy for the future for them. And that's what GMs and organizations do, Tony. They go and they feel that conviction and they go say, this is our guy. We're going to do anything to be able to get him. And when you start getting nervous about certain situations, you pull the trigger on anything because you have to go get your guy. You don't want things to turn around the other way. I don't think Ryan Pace is worried about his job security. So what he did was he flipped it instead of going defense and helping out a defense that is – you know, you look at that defensive line, the back in that defense definitely needed help. He's not worried about that right now. I, I think he's r- more worried about the future and making sure that Trubisky has everything around him offensively to be successful whenever that time is for him to be able to step onto the football field. And he sacrificed uh, the defensive side of the football. And he's going to go with the guys that he got in free agency. And he's going to hope that they can land some of these guys that are free agents that that are just were signed. And that... That's really it. I listen. I, I can't say that I agree with it, but that's what it looks like from the outside looking in. It, it doesn't look good. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you have the inside track more than anybody else over on my end does, and this this looks bad. I mean, this looks to the average bear fan who's not you know on the inside like like some other people. Um, this looks like Jerry Angelo all over again. I mean, this is this is awful. You know this this is this is poor planning. You know, and if if. If um, Ryan Pace is my employee, he's fired at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just the reality of it. I I can't see how you can trade up and give away four picks when everybody knew the 49ers didn't want uh, Trubisky or Trubinsky, however you pronounce well, that. But that's there the thing, you know, but hold up, Tony, that's the thing. There's, there were stories, if you, if you read the stories, the stories where they sold it that way, that they were – that they were going to get a quarterback at number two. They kind of sold it to whoever the whoever was kind of leaking that information to the media and that there were other teams that were calling up to try to get into – if people were calling them to get up to three, they got nervous and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. People are moving up and from the teens. They, they want to get somebody. They didn't probably know which quarterback it was. And so by that time, if you're not getting all the information and you know that they're moving up and those are teams that need quarterbacks – yeah, you get you probably get a a bit nervous. You know what I mean? Think about it. If two people are calling you for a house, you know, like one person is calling, you know, both people are calling. The other person calls you, like, yeah, have you got any calls? And you're like, yeah, you know, people have called about this house. Well, listen, I gotta put my offer in right now because I want my offer. Look, I need to put my offer in right now because I really, really want that house. And you've seen that in your business, right? It's true, but here, here's my whole thing: is this Trubisky is an is basically an unproven commodity, and if he was all that in a bag of chips, he would have gone at one. But yeah, but the guy at one who went was the bag of chips. He, I mean, Miles Garrett was that guy. So it's hard to see what he did with his pro day and and how he ran. He was the best athlete, probably other than I think Jamal Adams in in this draft. So yeah, in the quarterback position, we knew Tony coming into this draft, it wasn't. All that. I mean, three quarterbacks went in the first round, and we, I, I was banking on that two were. 
uh, Pat Mahomes fell into the first round. Like someone fell in love with him that much of being a more of a project. And I think all three of these quarterbacks that went in the first round are all projects. I just think that Deshaun Watson went to the best fit for him. He went to a place where, boom, you got a defense. You got offensive studs and guys that can make plays. I think it's going to be an easier transition for him, kind of like Dak Prescott going to the uh, the Cowboys last season. So you're kind of making my point for me in that if if all the top quarterbacks in this year's draft are all projects, that is a terrible price to have to pay just to get one guy that – you don't know if he if he can even be your future. I mean, if, if you think if you're confident that he can be your future, I mean, let's face it, you know better than anybody. Bears fans have been suffering for decades for the right quarterback, and that's just a terrible price to pay for a project guy. Yeah, but uh, but Tony, that's. <laughs> That's the thing, though. That you don't. No one knows. It doesn't matter if you're taking Miles Garrett or you're taking the the last pick of the of the draft. It does. You never know how things are going to pan out. But if you love a guy by watching their film, and that that's where you have these scouts that are watching the film. And I'd said this before early on. I watch every single pass of Trubisky's from 2016. I can see why the Bears fell in love with him because he has these these qualities the qualities of good footwork in the pocket and then not get flustered to keep his eyes down the football field these aren't things that are just people are writing about it's things that i saw as i was breaking down his film he has all those things does he have the ability to be able to throw picks yes he does so does deshaun watson so does mahomes mahomes is probably the most the guy has the most arm talent but then you look at him he's more of a project as well you got to take if you feel like this is your guy, you got to take him. And, and I'm not saying I would have taken him because I thought they were going with Deshaun Watson. I knew that they were taking a quarterback either at number three or they were going to – I didn't think they would move up. So so the Bears essentially are like a high school – they're like a teenager who got who, – who fell in love with a girl and paid whatever they had to to get that girl. No matter the fact that no everyone else in the in the grade thought she was ugly. The Bears d- d- had to take her to the movies because they so they they because they feel that she's the one. I I agree. I think they played too much. I just think they to to hopscotch a, a, a team and and I I disagree that the 49ers weren't going to pick them. No, it wasn't the 49ers. It was the other teams that were going to trade in and take and take the 49ers pick. So it wasn't necessarily the 49ers we were scared about. It was the other teams that wanted a quarterback, like you said. Yeah, but you don't know. You're blind in, in this yeah, situation. As you're just, sitting there, you're blind. Then I got to take my chance. The the, the, the draft was deep in defensive I get, players. I, I, I got to take the chance but, that Trubisky's guys, there. I know, and if not, I take but, my but best all, defensive but the, player. We're all missing, and the fact is, is that that was the guy that they scouted that they wanted. So they were going to do anything to be able to get him. And we won't know if this is going to work out until he gets on the football field i know it's hard it's so hard for bears fans i get it but for a bears fan to be calling out warning a quarterback for as long as i can remember they go and address the position now we have to be patient and we're gonna have to wait tony and just to see if this is the guy for the future or if it's not and i see i see ryan pace next year if that's if we're in the same situation i see them figuring out another quarterback as well i think they're gonna keep drafting quarterbacks I don't think this is going to be a stop. Ryan Pace put himself in this position. Listen, Ryan Pace put himself in this position, Tony, because he didn't draft quarterbacks the first two years that he was in GM. So now he's doing it now, and he, he got he's in his third year. And it, it stinks and it sucks that it had to happen this way, but he put himself in this position. So we're just going to have to wait let and see. Let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this, Jared, really, really quick. 
is because you, you said this is this is their guy, and if you feel this is your guy, you got to go do what you got to do to get him. And you know, but here here's my question. Another question for you is: Do you really think, in your heart of hearts, that the Bears loved Trubisky, or do you think they selected him out of desperation? I think they because loved him. Honestly, I think I think they loved him. I disagree. I think they selected him out of desperation, and I don't think that's how you operate a professional football franchise. I just don't. I listen. I get you, man. I totally understand. T, man, it's good to talk to you. Tell your wife I said hello. I will. Thanks, Jared. Talk to you soon. I got to say just one thing, though, real quick. (laughs) Watching these Adam Shaheen highlights, I kind of got sidetracked into watching his basketball highlights. I can see your watching basketball highlights. The Bulls, can he play play for both teams? Like, could the Bulls sign him as a free agent? Because I'm going to be honest, this kid is yapping on everybody, man. He just did an up and out. He put a kid in the air and punched on him. Like, He's athletic, man. And these are the things that you like to be able to see. And, you know, we talked about one of the callers called earlier. He said you really can't. He just hit an NBA three, like, and and he was number one in his class academically. So he's a smart kid. Smart kid. He's All right, a man. Very smart kid. Ernie, I appreciate you, man. Good, uh, good glad you let me ride I'm glad you let me ride on. Man, the, on it's the all good, man. Appreciate everybody out there checking out Down and Distance. He's Shy Voice Man on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun P A Y T O N S U N. Hit us up on Twitter at DAD Pod as well. You, that's where you can get all of the old podcasts. Hear us talking all this trash about the Bears. Good stuff about the Bears as well. Listen, sometimes when it comes down to it, we'll agree to disagree sometimes about what went on, but keep it real. We got to support this Bears team, and moving forward, we all have to be patient. We have to wait. It it might not be what we wanted, but we're going to have to wait and see how these things all play out and how how the picks play out as well. So, as always, man, for Ernie Scat and myself, we were here, but now we're gone. Peace, everybody.